Good morning, good morning, good morning to each of you. This is the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. It is the first day of October 2023. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition of the Sunday show. KTOY Radio 1047 produces the Sunday show. We bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10. Our phone lines are open and we welcome your questions and comments at 903-794-1047. The opinions expressed on the Sunday show are the hosts only and are representative of KTOY nor the Texas County Radio Center. All right. Well, this week's tidbits um, locally, Texarkana, Arkansas ordinance uh, says that it's considering uh, people younger than 18 uh, not being able to possess fireworks. Um, the IRS uh, has decided that it will tax the reselling of concert tickets. So all of you Beyonce goers uh, for this concert uh, extravaganza she's having, if you're thinking to resell, you might want to look at your tax guidelines. Um, the drinking water crisis in Louisiana. Uh, there's a crisis due to salt water. Um, it's uh, an exchange between the Gulf of Mexico uh, draining down to the Mississippi River. Mm. And uh, all of this is due to the summer drought. Uh, this affects um, the risk of not having enough water because of the filtration system. So here we are again with another um, place of water uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Tux- Tuskegee Veterans Affairs Hospital, the first to treat black veterans, turned 100 years old yeah absolutely i saw that article as well uh, lamoya yeah that's uh that's pretty uh that's pretty interesting uh naacp signs an agreement with fema to advance equity in disaster resilience so there again maybe there'll be some backing uh considering the naacp is providing support you know that's just i would think another tier to the water crisis and a lot of other things going on um we're seeing the hbcu support uh from government um uh, um you know, supporting the funding and the tiers of the amount of funding and how funding uh, is going to come down the pipeline. Um, and so it'll be exciting to see that um, those include uh, four areas. Oh, I'm sorry, three areas that um, the levels of funding and they include seven point three billion dollars in cumulative investments directly to HBCUs to date, one point six billion dollars in loan forgiveness and infrastructure funding, two point forty five million dollars in project school emergency response to violence grants. So we're hoping that the Biden Harris administration continues to stay steadfast in supporting HBCU um, allocation of funds much needed now considering the increase of student population uh, enrolling in HBCUs considering the change in DEI structure in higher education in the state of Texas and beyond. All right. Well, Shift change in uh, the minutes allocated for the show this morning, but mm-hmm. all the well, the weather has changed, and so we will swiftly do the same. Um, in our first segment and second, as always, we will uh, entertain and allow our panelists uh, to lead, considering it is first Sunday with the crosstalk panel. And uh, this morning, we have a veteran with us, and we will introduce, but... Really not, because he uh, has a home here always. Uh, Mr. D- the Donald Nelson. 
is in the building this morning. Good morning, Mr. Nelson. Good morning. And uh, we have with us uh, our monthly panelist, uh, Dr. James Morris. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Burks. Good morning, Mr. White. Good morning. And good morning, distinguished professor. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> well, yeah. it's good to have this time to dive into after a little five minutes after the start of the hour as we go into the 10 o'clock high time to end this program. But, you know, uh, the last couple of hours <laughs> has been truly uh, eventful mm -hmm. for the United States. And if you were have, if you did not tune in or you haven't grabbed the paper, that's okay. Uh, we've got two uh, young men here on the panelists with us this morning that will help guide what you need to know and uh, give a little insight as to what we think will happen next uh, and what we know will happen next. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about already is the decision that was made right there on the floor of our government avoiding... I guess you could say for right now, a government shutdown. Yes. Um, that shutdown um, will be delayed. I would like to use the word delayed um, till uh, some part of November, yeah. November 12th. November, yeah, 7th. And so, like um, so let's let's give a little background to the, the if there had been a shutdown um, within the last few hours, it mm. was decided late Saturday night. This would have affected uh thousands of federal workers those that work um, in jobs that are federally binded uh, for example uh, my colleagues there at the Library of Congress are an example uh, military they're uh, military servicemen um, so those are just two examples I encourage you to go out and, and make sure that you understand when there is a government shutdown who will not be paid should it happen this is not the first time in history um, and so this is because those that we consider um, to be leaders to that uh, repertoire are to come together to make a decision for our country um, a decision was made though it's uh, a temporary one in pencil should we say um, and so whenever there is some more discussion to be done <laughs> uh, one if you will uh, will decide uh, to uh, lead to uh, entertain a shutdown. Mm -hmm. So this morning, uh, Mr. Nelson and Dr. Morris, uh, I would just like to first begin with, I know you watched it or you were listening to it or you were reading for the updates. Um, what was your overall impression last night as you watched the activity on the floor? I'll start with you, Mr. Nelson. Okay. Well, you know, again, I say, here we, here we go again. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been to the rodeo several times, uh, and nominate always in uh, with the bull winning. And so, um, it's to me, because it's so nonsensical, uh, and, and I guess it's very frustrating, uh, Lemoya. Um, I realize uh, that we are living in a day when it's it's criminal to to do the right kind of thing. I never thought of that, you know, because growing up we were taught to to do the right things, and now people who do right are threatened and 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 ostracized and whatever the case may be. So, you know, here we go again, and we it's a band aid approach. November the seventeenth, I think. I think it's forty five days. Seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Uh, okay. 17th, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and and we're going uh, we we're going to put on put on another record on and play the same kind of music. I listen. Mm -hmm. Look at Matt Gates this morning, on, and I, I really wanted to throw my TV out in order to get Matt Gates out, okay? Because he said that he's going to uh, float the motion next week 
to get rid of McCarthy. So mm-hmm. again, uh, the McCarthy is the, the same old trick. And while I'm, I'm talking, let me kind of go back and paraphrase it just a minute and tend in, in view of who I am. You know, it took a while to realize I'd gotten old. You know, you get old before you know it because you think you're still young. And then the young kids will say, call you old school. Well, some of the older guys didn't like that. So what the young kids do now. They'll say, hey, school. They'll leave the old off, but you know what they mean, okay? <laughs> old school. And so in the meantime, and then I walked, I used to hang out sometime down at the post, and there was a guy down there who was a DJ. Uh, he would say, uh, oh, Jesus coming in. And I said, oh, gee, well, I don't know why I'm calling him OG. And then I found out. I thought he was calling me old guy. And he, was, he said, no, you're old gangster. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I've gotten used to it being, you know, finally you get to a point, you, you just got no, you know. And you say, thank you, Lord, for letting me stay here. And whatever they call me now, old veteran, old school, whatever the case may be, it's okay with me. I'm just glad to still be here. Uh, I appreciate how you recognize me as being a veteran. Uh, and, and I'm that, too. Okay? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Morris, and speaking of McCarthy, <laughs> what do you think of that lifeline? Because, you know, it, there's some speculation of what his future shall be. What are your thoughts? I, I don't think he has a future. Uh, he made uh, deals, as we say, with the Crybaby Caucus, <laughs> and either one of them can oppose him. And the bottom line is, is he's not doing what they want him to do. And the man, uh, he created this himself. Um, with all those votes that they took to, for him to be Speaker of the House, his ambitions got in the way, and he made a deal with everybody. Mm-hmm. And he can't keep those deals, not with everybody. He can't keep deals with Gates and and uh, MTG and, and Bobert, and that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But he can't, he can't keep those deals with, with the ba- Crybaby Caucus. The bottom line is they don't want to to govern they don't know how to govern mm-hmm. basically all they know how to do is Keep up chaos is, that's right chaos and also uh spend the taxpayers money on fruitless investigations uh they don't understand mccarthy does understand a little bit that that this shutdown hurts his party every time they've done it it has hurt their party mm-hmm. that is how the house turned over that is how the senate has turned over and this will hurt their party because guess who they're hurting they're hurting veterans mm-hmm. they're hurt and veterans traditionally vote republican mm-hmm. they're hurting who they're hurting people on social security mm-hmm. and they're hoping people on the on the life nets mm-hmm. and so this is what's hurting america so they're not doing america a favor and mccarthy is certainly not because he can't govern. He can't rule his own caucus. This week, I watched every time he brought something forward, <laughs> they turned it down. it down. Yep. And even some of the stuff was very reasonable, but they turned it down, Lamore, because it didn't have one little piece that they wanted in there. And so this... He's going down as one of the most ineffective speakers of the House. And he has the... Oh, man, he has fallen Nancy Pelosi, okay. Uh, who's who's wanting well, back in, <laughs> by the way? Yeah, she's trying to get back in there. I, you know, the perspective that you, you, you put out there about the, um, the Speaker of the House, again, as you said, when you sell your soul to the devil, this is, you know, he's going to come to collect. The thing that um, he has to realize is now that he knows that he's weak, 
if he didn't know it before, he certainly does now, mm-hmm. um, that um, as far as governance is concerned, he is no longer going to have that opportunity to be able to do that. Because uh, immediately, I imagine starting tomorrow, they're going to bring um, an, um, an article to try to vacate the the speakership. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with the, as you say, the Crybaby Caucus are going to go ahead and do that. With now, no clear... With no, 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 no clear person absolutely to yeah. take his place. Exactly. There is nobody... <laughs> So let me let me interject with this. The short term stopgap funding deal, which is what we're saying that will lead up to November 17th, Mm -hmm. as Mr. Nelson mentioned, what's included includes the national disaster aid Mm -hmm. measure to keep FFA operational. What's not included is the funding for Ukraine and funding for border security. Now, with the two that's not included, do you really think the largest part of this fight is about those? Is it about Ukraine and the border security? Is it truly? Yes. Mr. Nelson says yes. I, I think it's about both of those. The Republicans, they are, they are, there are two things that really that they stand pretty strong on. Uh, because if they, they know those particular things, if they can get them out, that means that that would top Peter Biden in 2024. They are talking about 2024 right mm. now. Okay, And so in the meantime... Uh, they don't want to spend any money on border security. They blame Biden totally for all of it. The border security has been a problem for a hundred years. Okay, <laughs> but Biden is blamed for for all of that. Okay, uh, the war in Ukraine. Uh, they don't understand. We're talking about uh, a United Nations uh, where we include all of the European nations or whatever the case may be. And we're talking about fighting the war on somebody else's soil. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. They want to go nationalistic like we tried at one time. We don't work, we're not going to get in anybody else's problem. We're going to stay right here. And so what Biden is saying to them and others, let's, let's send them the money and let them do the fighting. Because if they defeat Ukraine, the next is Poland, the next is Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, France, all over to Great Britain, and you know where they're going next. They'd like to come here first. So in the meantime, I think those are the two major issues for the Republicans. Uh, 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 Mark, you, you said you don't think so. What do you think of the two major issues? Well, actually, the, the issue here is primarily based upon one individual, Donald J. Trump. Okay. The whole point is they want to try a retaliation tactic because of all the inform- all the stuff that has happened to him. The four indictments, um, the, you know, two in state, two federal. The, the as the Cryberry Caucus, as Dr. Morris has said, their entire their their intent is to try to give him some validity to what has already taken place. Plus the two impeachments that were already done by him. So that's why you have all this foolishness going on in 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 a, as you said. Immigration has been a problem for 100 years. No no party, Democrat or Republican, has ever done anything to try to address that. And so, um, you know, you're always going to have these problems. And, and, you know, again, that's a whole other show, talk about the immigration process. But what you see here is just a bunch of people who are trying to do the bidding of the former president of the United States. And so he says, look— let to shut the government down. Um, let let's let's let you know all uh, all heck break loose. So that'll give me an opportunity to try to get back in. Which he's saying that he wants to blow government up all automatically. Oh, sure. So, Doctor Morris, any yes. potential that it's a combination of what Mister Nelson and Mark has just mentioned, or are you thinking from a whole nother? 
perspective. No, no. I I, I was thank you for that. I was going to combine them and say it is uh-huh, that. Hey, uh-huh. OG, ain't no Yugoslavia no more. <laughs> All right, that's true. But we've seen it on the map. Right. Right. That we're out, right? right? Yeah. We, uh, right. I love teasing Mister Neil. Uh, it's a combination of both of those. But here is the 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 issue. I believe the issue is diversion, and the diversion is is to throw things at President Biden to to Soil. make sure mm-hmm. that the guy who is leading their party, mm-hmm. whether he's indicted ninety two charges or what, mm-hmm. that he is forefront. So the issue is, is they're trying to do diversions. Mm-hmm. Who, who, I mean, who, they're supposed to be the party of national security. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, let me disagree with one point, Mark. Immigration has not always been a problem. Mm-hmm. Ellis Island was, was not a problem when they were trying to get people to replace us in the fields, okay? <laughs> when the Irish okay. and the Italian were coming right. up, yeah. it, it was not a problem. Well, Ellis I said Island the last hundred years, so, yeah. we, you know, yeah. th- that was about the time, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not always yeah. been a problem. So what they're trying to do, Lemoya, is divert the attention from all of these charges. They're trying from the trial that starts tomorrow. And how many, ca- how many court cases has he won so far? None. Zero. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to throw smoke and mirrors, and the crybaby party is his party. So they're doing what they what they're taking their orders from him mm-hmm. to try to divert the attention from him because they know that he will lose votes each time this comes out. I don't care about the fundraising. He going to fundraise because that 30 percent, 35 percent is going to always di- di- uh, dip into their pocket to give him. But the, the issue is, can they divert attention away from him and put it on President Biden? So they're both correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good overview. <clears throat> so with that, um, so that's McCartney. This is. Did you happen to notice uh, prior to the the live coverage and even on the backside, uh, Jasmine Crockett, representative of Texas? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I have to make sure that I give kudos or yes. you know a, a remembrance of Jasmine. I noticed last night she was on late with Abby Phillip yeah. and her representation. And she earlier that's what came to mind when you all, especially you, Doctor Morris, when you were speaking because her you know just as I paraphrase or overview what she was mentioning was you know we've got other things <laughs> going on right and here we are playing with this you know even with the the Hunter Biden yeah. uh, trial so when Diversion. you're saying diversion yeah so um yeah i love when she <laughs> held up the, the photos and says in the hitter yeah you know? that good way hitter. yeah, good way yeah. Saying it's way, yeah. these are in the hitter mm-hmm. these are national secrets mm-hmm. our national national mm-hmm. i mean this is the plans for invasions and stuff yep. and they're in the hitter <laughs> and she's you know just real quick she says uh you know what i see is the love of a father for a son i sure hope that my parents love me just the same yeah. she said half as much yeah half as half much. as much yeah and i agree and it was pretty much like the end. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, the reentry possibility of Nancy Pelosi, um, the, you know, the passing of a recent senator at what, 90, 92? 90. Yeah. 90. And, and one of the oldest. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of ageism, because uh, Mr. Nelson, I think when we speak of that, the term is ageism. Mm-hmm. And that's a term we have to be very careful with, mm-hmm. you know, but we're seeing a lot of that as discussion there. 
in, on the in the House and the Senate mm-hmm. um, as far as who can lead and govern what effectively, mm-hmm. right? But I think if with removing ageism, I, I sometimes think it's not even a factor with what's going on on the floor. Um, what do we think? Uh, after I'm not for removing wisdom. Okay. Uh, if you get incapacitated, then that's one thing. If, if you standing up there like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> A deer in the headlight, and people are lying and say there's nothing wrong with you. Sure. Because we know you don't stand there and something is wrong. Point taken. I'll give you an example. We've had, in my denomination, AME, we've had preachers. We have a retirement age, but we had some preachers who got dementia or, you know, early, and they've stood there to give their sermon, and in the middle of the sermon, they went like a deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew something was wrong. Sure. So something is wrong with the man, but wisdom. You can't replace the wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, Mr. Mr. Nell, at the car wash the other day, the guy called me OG. He said, oh, <laughs> OG, you keep this car good. I was yeah. like, hey, man, I done reached OG status. Well, if you don't live it, you'll get there. No, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. I had a hat on. <laughs> I, I was wearing a hat. You know, I wear hats. And he was like, OG. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of, um, you know, process and moving forward, what do we expect to see after 45 days? The same thing that you just saw the last <laughs> 45 days. Unless um, the Cranberry Caucus gets defeated one by one. Well, you that's know, what we going to have. Yeah, and that's not going to happen until next year. So no a, couple sp- of, a few of them going to get defeated. There's a possibility. There's Great a possibility. possibility. Especially yeah. the, the groping one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so any specifics, Mr. Nelson, do you foresee after the 45 days to happen, occur, be removed? Uh, I think a lot of it depends on what happens to McCarthy. You know, and I was listening to Ocasio this morning, and she and the question was asked. She was on CNN, and they were asking her if the Democrats should, would be willing to actually uh, get involved in trying to save McCarthy. And she said, "Well, I think we kind of need to stay out of it and stay where we are." You know, I didn't, I didn't really agree with that. I, I think. I, I don't care if it's a gorilla. If it's a good guy that you can work with, mm-hmm, sure, you, you need to try to save him. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and the, the key to me is who is coming up after McCarthy. Okay, yeah. maybe somebody that would be worse than McCarthy. So, yeah. in my opinion, I think when I heard McCarthy say that, what I'm going to try to do now is what's best for the nation. Right. It took him 14 votes and and almost running off to un- and it still may get him out of here. Yeah. But if a man now is willing to work, I don't care what his party affiliation is because when the Constitution was written, there was no such thing as, as parties, period. Sure. And I think Thomas Jefferson warned them. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, this is going to be fine, but mm-hmm. what can destroy this whole thing is when you come up with political parties and bless his soul and whatever the kind of things that he did. Uh, <laughs> he, he was right in some things. Okay. Uh, so I think you, you know, simply it's going to be pretty much the same thing. And, and, and when we go back to ask what are the key issues, whether it's immigration or whatever, the the Republican Party is listening. They are listening. Mm-hmm. They are saying to that 30% out there, what is it that actually infuriates you most of all? And that group, that base is saying the border and Ukraine. They're listening <laughs> because they, they have to depend on maintaining and keeping at least that the, those people vote, you know, and they are hoping that some of the other people, what they call the independents, whatever case may be. But I think those are the issues because they're listening, you know, and, and you know, and basically I've said all alone, uh, Donald Trump is certainly not somebody that he couldn't pass ninth grade civics, but Donald <laughs> Trump did not make all the races. They were already yeah, here. They were already here. All That's they needed correct. was somebody to yep. wake them 
up and yep, and keep and them stirred up and give them permission. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give them permission yeah. right. to, to, from the mm-hmm. national level. Yeah. That's right. Right. But, well, here here is my point of, with you, Mister Nelson. I agree with you. Yeah. The 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 moderate people in the party, and if a person like John McCain was still living or sure. Ronald Reagan, they would say, "Why are you all in this?" crybaby caucus supporting Russia when everybody who's opposed Putin <coughs> has either been thrown out a window, mm-hmm. poisoned, plane blown up, or whatever. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. And 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 he is trying to weaken our country. Sure. And now we have him on the ropes sure. of, weaking, of, of him being weak. You wouldn't have never heard of somebody marching on Moscow. No. Now the man's dead for doing it, yeah. but you wouldn't have never heard of that. So now he is weak and they're wondering why is the crybaby caucus going for him? If he, if he, whatever he takes over, they won't have a say. They'll be be shot. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think Mark answered yeah. that. Yeah. Because you know that's Donald Trump's partner. Right. Okay. Right. And and that's they're hoping funding. that Donald that's Trump funding. gets back. In. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. if he gets back in, they don't want to actually create an issue with Donald Trump by doing away with his partner. But I, that the answer to that, let's do away with both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that that would yeah. actually answer mm-hmm. that. But that's the reason they're hanging on to that. And that's mm-hmm. Donald Trump. He, you know, he loves. In fact, I think they uh, at some time or another they, I think they exposed that somebody got over to the love letter that he wrote. Putin <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. And Kim Jong Un. Well, Putin already endorsed yeah. him. Yeah. But I, I, I here, here's here's my other point. My other point is this. Is that uh, following Donald Trump, mm-hmm. then he wants to be a Putin. So yeah. uh, the caucus still won't have any power right. if he comes in. He's talking about about getting rid of judges, newspapers, yeah. everything. Media, <laughs> you know, it's insanity mm-hmm. that this nation, it would, that 35% would even be listening to a person like that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just uh, as a wrap-up to that... Uh, this listen to what Chuck Schumer says, and this is paraphrasing. Bipartisanship prevails and is the only way, and again, it will in forty-five days. What of bipartisanship? Uh, well, there was bipartisanship. Well, it, yeah, this yeah. time here, yeah, because, because the Senate, the Senate had a had a passed bill, the bill, over passed there. the bill, mm-hmm. bipartisan. They know the wisdom, the wisdom end of it knows mm-hmm. that a government shutdown is not good for anybody in this mm, country. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was about, and I agree with Mr. Nelson about McCarthy. My thing is, is you work with people to get things done. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you as far as the country is concerned. And so they were working with McCarthy and they were prepared to prop him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, the crybaby caucus wouldn't even let it out of committee. Right. So See, you they wouldn't even talk it. about so it. So you right. couldn't vote on it. Right. And mm-hmm. what you also find out that is, um, and the reason why McCarthy's probably going to be in trouble is he had to go to the Democratic Party to get the support exactly. that he needed because he because of the crybaby caucus, and he had a very few Republicans that were on the same side that would say, "Hey, look," and most of those are from districts that. President Biden had won, mm-hmm. and they all said, "Hey, look, we can't afford to do this. This is going to be a problem for us next right. year." So, he, between that and um, getting with the, the Democratic Party, which 
as you said, correct, came from the Senate and they came over there. So they said, okay, we're just going to do this. 45 days from now, Mm -hmm. we're going to see the exact same drama Mm -hmm. again. It may get to the brink like it was, uh, to be honest with you, I actually thought we were going to go into it this time because I've even said it here. Mm -hmm. Um, The last time we went through it, um, I thought that I say, ah, you guys don't worry about that. They're going to come up with a solution. And of course, they they did. But when you saw the the level of uh, incompetence that was going on this time, you was like, hey, look, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Is that going to change between now and then? No, because they're going to even be angrier now because they got this kick down the road. To Moy's point, in 45 days, what are we going to see? We're going to see this exact same drama uh, once again. And they may bring it to the brink once again, and they may not let it teeter over. Who knows? We won't know that until 45 days from now. Do you know what the longest shutdown has been? Uh, 86 days. Mm -hmm. I think it was 83 days, somewhere 86, 83 days. It was almost 90 days. Yeah, something like that. And and, and then from there, it, it falls off the cliff. Nothing comes close to that, right? Because mm-hmm. you guess what? The, the checks don't flow for nobody. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. in government, yeah, in, in federal government. In fact, checking in 2018, 2019, the shutdown was over Trump's border wall, mm-hmm. and it lasted 34 full days, making it the longest shutdown in U.S. history. That's oh, the okay. One, that's the one. That's I'm the talking one we're talking about. about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was 34 okay. days. So 34 days. one month. <clears throat> so. Nothing comes close to really that, you know. It's some twenties mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. But but the bottom line is is who like back to Mr. Nelson, your point. Who follows McCarthy? Nobody. Jim, Jim Jordan? No. no nobody. There is nobody. Yeah. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene? There, no. there is nobody. Hey, who who who? So here's my problem. They have chaos, mm-hmm. and we won't get anything done mm-hmm. because they will have chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nelson, any parting words as we wrap up this segment? Uh, bipartisanship, forty five days. Your thoughts? Uh, nothing new. <laughs> Just wait and and see. And and uh, since we got the. The religious guru here with us and pray. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I can get them through now. I bet you can. Yeah, no. Well, and, yeah. uh, just as a, a snippet, we do know that the Supreme Court will convene starting on Monday. Yes. So, you know, there's another, another uh, arena. Add piece to that, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. call that the kangaroo court now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't get, <laughs> they're not for the country. You know no, that. Yeah. Well, all right. They're uh, rich. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break if you're just now joining us grab a seat we'll be right back we'll be right back with more of the sunday show with lemoya burks and mark white brought to you by state farm agent Derek mcgarry on 104.7 ktoy looking for an auto service and repair center that is honest and reliable check out 3bd automotive they have ase master technicians who are dealership trained and experienced 3DD Automotive handles all general maintenance and auto repair services. 3DD Automotive, giving you a dealership experience without the dealership hassle. 8863 US Highway 59 South, 903-716-6610. You need insurance for your car, your home, and even your life. You could spend all day doing it yourself, and you may not get it right. Or you could work with a professional insurance agent. We give you choices and you decide. Go with a pro right here in town. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. 
I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-265-5341. 800-265-5341. 800-265-5341. That's 800 800-265- 2 